Hi, before we start the show, I'd like to tell you about two things. First, we have a second weekly show that drops a day after this one called OK, OK, So by Sean Barton. It's a weekly rant or discussion from Sean and Sean alone. And second, we do have a Patreon page. And on it, you get the following. At the $1 level, you get this weekly show without commercials and an extra 10 to 15 minutes after our tagline. At the $3 level, you get Sean's OK, OK, So commercial free and one day before the free version, plus the weekly podcast at the $1 level. At the $5 level, you get everything at the $1 and $3 levels, plus one sketch a month. And finally, at the $10 level, you get all the lower levels, plus one more sketch per month. So you can find our Patreon page at patreon.com slash from the bunker. Thank you in advance for your support. And now on with the show. Rupert is hoping that his new young 66-year-old bride-to-be, because he's getting... He kicked Jerry Hall to the curb. Yeah, they've been divorced for a little while. Um, and uh, yes, Jerry Hall was a big deal. Yeah, she was married to Mick Jagger. <laughs> I know. Um, she left a rich guy for a richer guy. Uh, and they, they have been divorced for a while. Uh, Mr. Murdoch is engaged to a 66-year-old lady. That's She's fine. hoping they don't lose that Dominion lawsuit. Why does she care? I mean, Rupert's probably worth somewhere between 18 and 20 million, depending on where the, the market is. I mean, billion, depending on where the market is. It is. But still. Now we're, Welcome we're to this week's edition of From the Bunker with Jody Hamilton and David Shockett. Can you feel the can? Uh, oh, is it too tight? I'm sorry. That sounded dirty. Wow, that's not working. Do you want me to fix that somehow? I can fix it. All sorts of hell broke loose the other day. See, this is why in, in May we're going to be doing this on video so people can see the problems that... Does that mean I have to brush my teeth? I know well, video. Okay, so see that camera behind you? Oh, God. That'll be on me, and then that camera right there will be on you, and we'll be at kind of an angle. Okay. Um, we did it Is last... Is somebody going to edit it and cut it together? No, I can split screen it. Oh, sweet. Yes. We'll see. Because Well, I can show you what we did last week, because I did it last week for our Patreons, Patreon only. So if we had actually showed that clip from that 1987 film, Street Smart, with Morgan Freeman, Christopher I totally and Kathy that. Baker, we could have shown that Except little Except copyright infringement, so we really don't want to do that. I don't think anybody's coming after us for... Glorify. I don't think Kathy Baker is going to come after us for glorifying how brilliant she is. Well, you know, never. You never know. She's on a show. I think she's on a show called "I'm Sorry." She plays Andrea Savage's mother. It's a comedy. It's really funny. She's about, great. A, about a comedy writer. So, kids, we mom. were talking. We were talking about Kathy Baker and how brilliant she is. And, and by the way, it's a 1987 movie called Street Smart with Morgan mm-hmm. Freeman mm-hmm. and Kathy Baker mm-hmm. um, and Christopher Reeve. And it's a very, very clever story. By the way, it didn't get as well reviewed as it should have been. But I was telling Jody. This is 1987. I walked out of the theater. I walked to a payphone, and I called a buddy of mine, and I said, hey, do you remember the black guy from the electric company? <laughs> he's an actor, and yeah. he's really good. He's really good. Well, it's funny, because you know what? There's an EGOT that was on the electric company. Her name is Rita Moreno. Sure. So, Well, you know, you don't realize you know, when you're a kid that Sesame Street that those people, are, a lot of these people are performers, and they're actors, and a lot of them are doing a lot of stage. I think Kathy Baker... And Morgan Freeman were in New York, and they were doing stage work. But just so you know, it's like I'm not the only one that thought that performance. But I mean, they're both sensational. They're both nominated for L.A. and New York Film Critics. I think Morgan Freeman was nominated for Academy Award. That performance on Street Smart is listed in AFI's top 100 performances of all time. For Mr. Freeman. For the Street Smart, for an unknown actor. I mean, he was an unknown. He was the black guy from the electric company. He was a black, He wasn't unknown. Easy. He just wasn't known for that. Easy reader. He wasn't unknown. I don't. There was not one in ten thousand people could have told you his name is Morgan Freeman. 
from his from playing Easy Read on the Electric Company. Now you could just hear the voice. Well, and what, having, did, what did Andy Dufresne have to say about that? Well, having having had to do some voiceover work uh, recently, and then um, got out of doing it this week um, for various reasons. Um, I, I was saying to Lonnie, I said, even Morgan Freeman, when we hired him for another gig years ago, mm-hmm. it was maybe 20 minutes of copy that we needed. And it was an eight-hour day. Yeah, no, that's not nothing. And that's Morgan Freeman. That's not nothing. And it's t- only 20 minutes edited copy. Sure. But, and this is somebody that reads for a living. <clears throat> and you have to do it a few times, more than a few times, and you have to be directed. Yeah. And so we were having we – were, we had been hired to do something a few months ago on a last-minute gig, and then there was a new gig, and there were questions and concerns that I had about the copy that were ignored. Okay. And <clears throat> it's due this Friday, and I quit us uh, last Monday. Oh, well. Because we were, it was just, it was not going to work for how we can do stuff in this room and um, literally not being paid attention to with my concerns. I feel like nothing, we need, stuff's about to happen. It is. Stuff's about to happen Tomorrow's that we're, that we're supposed to talk day. about, but we don't have it to talk about yet. Well, for those of you that um, were born yesterday, three days ago. Um, Okay, so the Manhattan DA that we all thought was going to drop any and everything Donald-related. Um, okay, wait. Two hours ago, Ed Krasenstein posted... Is he a reliable uh, poster? He's he has a lot of followers. He does. He's relatively reliable. I think um, most people on the right would call him a left-wing troll. Sure, he and his brother. We call him an activist. Um, uh, Donald Trump will not be arraigned this week, according to an exclusive report from the Daily Mail. He is expected to be indicted tomorrow... And will then make plans to surrender. So, yeah, they might do it in a precinct where nobody's expecting it. Get him in, get him out, get him. Well, they know. have plans in Manhattan because it's Manhattan, so it's got to be done on. Does it really? They yeah. can't. They can't sub yeah. it out. No. But I mean, there's lots of police stations in, in Manhattan. Very true. Um, uh, and so, basically, what this case do it, boils, in, Har- do it in Harlem. What this case boils down to is, and that'd be fun, um, is. The hush money payments to Stormy Daniels during the 2016 election. Um, and uh, what was his name? Costello. Came who out yesterday. Came out yesterday. And apparently. Very forceful. Very forceful. If but, you didn't know better, if you didn't know that he was a Trump and Rudy Giuliani acolyte, it was not not credible. But by the same token, they had Michael Cohen on uh, speed dial all I, day I yesterday. I wish he a little less animated. He seemed, I don't want to say defensive. I mean, you know, he was defending himself. So by definition, you're defensive when you're defending yourself. But I don't believe that Michael Cohen would give up his privilege. They, they, they said he waived his attorney-client privilege. That didn't make any sense to me. Why would you ever waive your attorney-client privilege? With Donald? No, no, no. The Costello, remember when he said, yeah, he, I thought it was a stupid thing for him to do, but he waived his privilege. That's why he was able to talk about the stuff that Michael was, was talking about. When I think why I think the reason that Cohen may have done it is because he knew that Costello was going to lie. I think the chances that uh, Cohen, um, Michael, Donald, the Michael, the Michael Cohen, uh-huh. uh, paid one hundred and thirty thousand dollars out of his own pocket Zero? on the hopes that Donald Trump would somehow pay him back, like just make the hush money payment on his own without telling anybody. No, there's zero. Yeah, and he's already you know he's already been convicted of the crime, and in terms of his credibility, I mean. The entire justice system depends on non-credible witnesses, people that what they would call uh, snitching or rats. It's but in in legal parlance, it's known as cooperating. Mm-hmm. They're cooperating with the with the state, and 
the only legal jeopardy Michael Cohen could possibly be in at this point in his life would be to lie now. Right. And so he's the most credible witness in the world in some ways. He's been to jail. He doesn't want to go back. No. And he's served his time. He hasn't committed any more crimes. The Literally the only crime he committed at this point would be to lie. Now. Yes. And and he always, with Costello coming out yesterday and going, well, he's a known liar. For your client, thank you very directed much. Directed to lie. He was and directed the, to lie. And, There's no way that and, Michael Cohen would have... There, it's just not well, they said credible. They, they also said that he wanted that he's that he's uh, vengeful. He wants revenge. It's like, well, that's not mutually exclusive. No. you can want revenge against a guy and still be telling the truth. I mean, that's a pretty even Venn diagram of, of people that do that. You don't necessarily have to lie to get revenge. I mean, especially when your client's Donald Trump, just opening your mouth. Well, and and Michael Cohen's literally got the documentation. And for the 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 defenses, oh, he wanted to cover it up to uh, spare his wife. It happened years before 2016. So why pair off in 2016? One not, month before the election. Yeah. Why not do it years ago to you know save your poor wife from this problem? Or uh, even a you know a year before. A year. When anytime. You were one percent of the polls. Any time. But it was literally right then and there. So he's got the receipts for it. He knows. He's also not going to have a great jury. Oh, Donald. He's, yeah. I mean, oh, he's God. New York, and and the way they don't like him. I think there are challenges for cause and peremptory challenges. There's two different ways you can challenge a juror, and I think the juror pools are going to be so heavily skewed in favor of people that are not sympathetic to Donald Trump. Oh, my God. He's got Washington, D.C. That's a 90%, I think, uh, African-American, Metro D.C., Fulton County, Georgia, and New York. Like, I don't know if there's three more places on the map where he's more hated there. Maybe uh, uh, whatever the- Los Angeles. Whatever the Houston County is for Houston or Detroit. But uh, he's, if you're a good, you know, obviously they're going to have jury consultants, but- the, their ability to weed out MAGAs from jury pools that are 85 to 90% not favorable to Trump, I think are, I don't think he's going to have one sympathetic person on well, the jury. Well, the Paul Manafort jury had one MAGA on it, and she convicted. Yes, but MAGA, but Paul Manafort is not Donald Trump. Still, she really didn't want him to be guilty. No, 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 I, I get it. And uh, that was, bra- I don't want to say brave of her. She did the right thing. People shouldn't, I'm not sure people should get a pat on the back for doing what they're supposed to be doing. True. Um but I, I admire that. There's pressure on that. You, Everybody has their own natural biases. It would be very, very hard for me to acquit Donald Trump, even if I had reasonable doubt, because I know that he's done a thousand other things and he's a depraved, grotesque monster. Well, the thing is, is, is the concern that a lot of people are having with this particular payment is that the payment itself is considered a misdemeanor. Unless it's in furtherance of another crime. Of another crime. And there are two different crimes that could be the case. One is election, uh, SEC kind of yeah. violation, FEC, excuse me, violations. Well, and the other one is, I forget <clears throat> what the other one is, but it's another one that's like, Ooh, Oh, it's only a misdemeanor. Yeah. Guess what? We charge millions of misdemeanors People. every month in this country. So you're saying that, Oh, because the misdemeanor, we shouldn't charge him because he was president. And think about all the other people, senators, congressmen, governors that have been charged with things. It's not unprecedented to charge a, an elected official. Now we've never charged a president, we would have. Nixon would have gotten charged if he didn't get pardoned. He was 100% going to get charged. So, you know, that kind of bad acting on the part of, of you know, our elected officials is common. And many of them, I mean, Blagojevich and the guy before him went to jail. Like three, I think, Chicago governors have gone to jail. So, you know, this this shouldn't be shocking to anyone. Yeah. And... uh I don't know if people are going to go out and riot or what they're going to do. No, they're not. There's going to be a run on champagne and beer when he is indicted, hopefully tomorrow. Um, uh, The thing with the... 
brain fart. Be- oh, Rand Paul. And oh, I, th- I thought you were going to talk about them complaining that this is the least strong of all the cases. It's like it's, right. this isn't this isn't a batting order yeah. in baseball where the, the manager decides who bats first, second, third, and fourth. These are all completely separate cases. Whether it's the ones being overseen by Jack White, the documents in the nine and the and the six, the election interference in Smith. Atlanta, Shawnee Willis, mm-hmm. uh, whether Fonny it's Willis, Fonny Jack Willis, Jack Smith, and um, Jack White's a drummer. Who's the AG for New York? Uh, Letitia James. Letitia James or Alvin Bragg. I mean, these are they're not talking to each other. They're not on the sidelines, like coordinating who's going to do yeah. what. These are all separate things, and when they come to fruition, they're going to they're going to charge. Now, I can't help thinking that nobody wants to go first, you know. And once they do, I mean, I think dominoes are going to fall to make it a lot easier because this thing is going to come out of it, and it's not going to be as shocking anymore. Um, but I mean, I think everybody else is is their powder is dry, and they're starting to load their weapons and aim at this point because it seems that the and a New York indictment is a fait complete. So I think Atlanta's getting ready. They've had, I don't, they're not getting any more evidence. They already have the grand jury testimony. There's nothing left for them to decide. Right. Right. Unless they're just taking the preliminary grand jury in Atlanta, the one where that very unusual lady came out and started talking about it. I'm not sure what, what she gleaned from doing that. Right. But uh, that's going to happen. And, and Jack Smith, from what I understand, is a no nonsense guy. Yeah. And when he's ready to go, he's going to go. He doesn't care what anybody else Well, yeah, else and Garland's going to go with whatever recommendation he says. Well, that I mean, I think that was his fig. Um, not that Merrick Garland needs a fig leaf, but he wants to make smart. sure it has uh, it's not an air him. of uh, legitimacy and mm-hmm. objectivity. I'm, I'm handing off to a special counsel. This is a guy who's charged Democrats as well. Didn't Jack White prosecute Jack, the, Smith. Jack Smith? Am I confusing him from the guy from the White Stripes? Yes, you are. Uh, Jack Smith charged uh, somebody. Oh, was it John Edwards? Mm-hmm. Yes. He's won and lost. That's the other thing about him as a prosecutor. Most co- prosecutors don't want to file a case how and not win it, it. How did it turn out that the uh, John Edwards case materially evidentiary from an evidentiary point? Because John Edwards, he wasn't acquitted. It was a hung jury and they didn't retry. That's it. But is there? do you understand the differences between those cases? And could you explain them? Not. Okay, because they seem pretty similar to me. Uh no, wasn't John Edwards? They took. Remember the family? They took the money. They bought the house. The, the, there were there were big big money supporters of his that paid off real real. I can't believe I remember real Hunter's name. You do real Hunter. But wasn't that child. years before and not during the election? That could be the difference. Um, I mean, every case has a different fact set of facts. Could be different fact pattern. Um, I guess they call it. But uh, it's not it's not wildly dissimilar. No, it's not. But um, he did. But the, but the, I think the key thing is he did get charged. And he did he get was charged, indicted, and he had to go to court. Yeah, and he was arrested. Yes. Um, the thing is, is um, uh, Jim Jordan has sent a letter to Alvin Bragg claiming that there's an issue, and it's like Ted Lieu went, "Nope." Dude, has that guy not stepped on enough rakes in the last month? I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, how he many, literally many, sent a how letter. How many more times? Is, how many more paws does he want to fall on? I mean, this is a state issue. This is a local Manhattan issue. Zero jurisdiction. Federal money doesn't go into New York DA's office. Zero. You have no. You know who Alvin Bragg is responsible to? The New York voters. The voters who, who elected him to office. That's it. Oh, and apparently, this is my favorite. He's a George Soros. Well, that's that's. I mean, DA. Because apparently, George Soros is the only taxpayer in New York City. Because obviously, Alvin Bragg is being paid by him. I mean, just the, you were talking about fig leaves, the fig leaf over your anti-Semitism, every time you say the name George Soros in some sort of a kind of pejorative way, I mean, the, you know, obviously he, he conspired. And that was DeSantis saying He conspired with the Nazis to Mm -hmm. turn people in. To be clear about something. He was 14. No. 
younger. Oh, he's like 11. No, he was born born in 19... People think maybe if he was born in 1915 or 1920, we're talking about... He was born in 1930. I think the Holocaust started in like 38 or 39. So we're talking about an eight or nine or even 10-year-old. How do you collaborate as a 10-year-old in Germany with the Nazis? It's like that scene in Game of Thrones with Sansa Stark and everybody's around her coercing her to write that letter. I mean, how she not... When she's like 12, how is she not going to write that letter? Yeah. And then, of course, Ari came back to throw it in her face. Well, oh, I'm sorry I spoiled it for you because I know you're waiting to queue up Game oh, of Thrones I can't any wait. day now. Um, uh, My Thrones people out there will know what I'm talking I about. I know they will. Um, Rand Paul <laughs> wants uh, uh, Alvin Bragg arrested for what he's doing because Rand Paul he's, supports he's black? the black. Well, no, Rand Paul supports the law. Okay. No. And the, well, Alvin Bragg was the guy that originally stepped away from the case because yeah, he, he, did. he didn't think it was strong enough. And the other, I mean, he had people that were so positive that this case, Berman, Jeffrey Berman they and somebody left. else, and these are top assistant prosecutors in that office. These are huge jobs and important people. They didn't just complain. They resigned in they protest. Did. That's how strong it was. And Alvin Bragg was like, no, I need more evidence. So if you want to talk about somebody being thoughtful and circumspect and crossing his T's and dotting his I's and following the law, I think Alvin Bragg... And he wanted a bigger case. And he wanted a bigger case. Mark my words. That's why I think Fonnie Willis is going to get a RICO case out of this. But what I forgot to say was, um, Costello was talking about how... So it's not Shawnee Phillips. It's Fonnie Willis. Okay, just just going to clear that up. Um, uh, Costello was saying, well, you know, and then the feds never brought up this. Uh, First off, we don't indict sitting presidents. According to the DOJ, the, the Department and of secondly, Justice needs Bill to change Barr, that policy. They need to change that policy now. They sh- while we have a Democrat in office and say, "See, we're we're willing to subject our president to being indicted and arrested." They re-upped it during. It's absurd. Clinton. It's they, absurd. Speaking of Clinton, people are going, "Well, Clinton did the same thing with Paula Jones." No, he didn't. That was a legal civil settlement, and he lost his law license, kids, for lying under oath. Yes, people forgot about that. That's a big deal. And this was a legal settlement. This wasn't a hush you don't money know payment. about it. Everybody and funneled, knew. Funneled through the law firm. Oh, I didn't know that. Giving you a little Cheyenne there. Remember? Yeah, you oh. did. Did he? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> John's like, shut up, Rudy. Shut yeah, up, Rudy. Shut up, Rudy. Um, so, I mean, it's it's definitely, it, when, when I saw the right wing bringing up Bill Clinton, I'm like, <clears throat> we know about that because that was a legal settlement. What's worse, peddling that garbage because you believe it or peddling that garbage and you don't believe it to make money? Number two. Yeah. Well, that's what I think about Sean and... Uh, they're number and Laura twos. are doing. Oh, they're number twos. They're number twos. They're clearly both of them are a big pile of number twos. They are steaming heaps of number twos. Speaking of about Fox News and quotes, you didn't see. Oh, I was going to ask you. You saw Russell Brand the week before on Bill Maher. Um, boy, was that dumb. And he's a smarter. person. He's so than smart. That. I, I think he's cultivating it. Well, to not not to make a tautology, but a, a cult. It almost seems because he's very charismatic and he's very smart and he's a very interesting guy, but. I don't. Rachel Maddow is more or less the 800-pound gorilla of cable news in outside of Fox News. If she had done what Sean or Laura or Car- any of them, any the, the same facts came out. They knew this. They said this. They texted this. She would be fired that day. Of she would have someone walking her out of the building. Of course. And we're talking about Rachel Maddow. Yep. Okay. So like the idea. That, that Russell Brand same. is on there and saying that the false equivalency, he's got to be smarter than that. He's got to be. I mean, he's a very nuanced guy when you hear him talk. And I and I get him on my, my IG feed all the time. And it's just like, I get being critical of Biden. I get being critical of some of the hypocrisy on the. But if you're, if you're saving all your fire for that, when there's 10 times more on the other side, it's hard for me. It's like the whole thing with Julian Assange. Okay. You want to let it? You want to release these emails? Why did you select it? Why did you hang on to all the Republican emails that was hacked? And why did you selectively 
do this. And then three days after the Access Hollywood tape, you release a huge tranche of this. And then there's a Podesta emails. You're not a good actor. Nope. You're, you're being a bad actor, as a matter mm-hmm. of fact. So I, I, have, I have no sympathy for Julian Assange. Same here. And I used to until he showed his hand. Now, uh, uh, Edward Snowden is a different story. than they, people, I think people lump them into the same basket. I don't know why I'm taking this left turn. But uh, I don't think Snowden could get a fair trial in the United States. So I'm, I'm I think, not a fan of Snowden. I'm not a fan of his either. But he's awful. Uh, he's not Julian. He's not like Julian Assange. He's not, well, he's rubbing, not Daniel he's Ellsberg. Not, he's not. No, he's not. But do we or know reality, that? But a lot of times, reality. The people that a stayed, lot of times history tells you who's a real Daniel Ellsberg and who's, who's Chelsea Manning's reality winner. Both of them dealt with it. Same with Daniel Ellsberg. So they all stayed. He took off. So I have zero sympathy. I for think. That, I think the climate that he took off in. I. I. I it's hard to blame him. Oh please! I think During that, Vietnam, like Ellsberg didn't no, no, have they, reason they, to leave. They, they would have put. A, a, things are so much more electric now, electrifying now than then. Not. Not that it wasn't then. Not that the country wasn't in, in upheaval. Upheaval. But the differences between the parties now. I mean, it's like you know, it's like a Nazi party and a socialist party. I mean, it's like, it's. And with the level of jingoism that was going on after, after, when, after that war had started, I don't think Edward Snowden. I think he would have been. I think he would have disappeared into a box, yeah, a black box. And again, I saw that documentary about him, and I'm like, he's okay, awful. he's not the most. He's <laughs> a horrible person. Got it. He is. He's awful. <clears throat> and the movie that, that they did, Number Four or whatever it was called, it was kind of boring too. Made me really dislike him more than I already did. Um, Where were we? Sorry. Speaking I, uh, about I, Fox I, News, I hogtied everything. Um, a producer, Abby Grossberg, um, who used to produce for Maria Bartiromo and Tucker Carlson, uh, she said that in a pair of lawsuits, the effort to place blame on her and Maria Bartiromo was rooted in rampant misogyny and discrimination. Uh, She's worked with uh, Bartiromo and Carlson. She filed lawsuits against the company in New York and Delaware, uh, accusing Fox lawyers of coercing her into giving misleading testimony in the continuing legal battle around the network's coverage of the claims about election fraud. She says she and other women endured frank and open sexism, shocker, uh, from coworkers and superiors. Um, in her complaints, she accuses lawyers for Fox News of coaching her to, quote, in a coercive and intimidating manner before her September deposition in the Dominion case. So basically, they're suborning perjury. Well, that's not any different than Cassidy Hutchinson's lawyer. Uh, the lawyers... Saying, hey, you know, you don't, you don't have to remember everything. Yeah, you can unremember stuff. You can forget it. Because you can't prove... What somebody remembers or doesn't remember. Right. The lawyers, she said, gave her the impression that she had to avoid mentioning prominent male executives and on-air talent to protect them from any blame while putting her own reputation at risk. On Monday, uh, Fox filed its own lawsuit against her, seeking to enjoin her from filing claims that would shed light on her discussions with the company's lawyers. What are they basing their request for an injunction on? What damages are they? If you're suing somebody civilly, you're, you're, you're... You need an injunction for something to stop because they're causing you harm, or they've caused you. You anticipate harm, and they're causing you damage. What's the? What are they claiming is the harm or the damage that she's going to cause? It would shed light on her discussions with their lawyers. So they're going probably with lawyer uh, client privilege crap, you know, because whatever, dude. And speaking of which, Corcoran has to testify in Georgia, isn't it? Corcoran. No, not, to not, Jack Smith. Not Barbara Corcoran from the Eric. Shark Tank. Isn't his first name Eric? Um, one of Trump's lawyers. Was he the one who said, get yourself a good fucking lawyer, buddy? No, that's Hirsch, uh, Herschelberg. Uh, Hirsch, Hirschman? Hirschman, yeah, that's Hirschman. No, this guy, uh, Corcoran, is, has, has to testify to Jack Smith's grand jury. Oh, one of Trump's lawyers. Mm-hmm, because he, he went in to testify... Um, 
and he pled uh, attorney-client privilege. And so basically, Beryl Howell, who's now off of the circuit, but the new guy's in because her term ended, um, she said, no, 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 crime fraud exception, dear. You guys were continuing Alina Haba, did I see her on CNN the other day Bless saying you. it's, it's going to be mayhem if Trump gets indicted? Like, what responsible person goes on the air and says that? Didn't Lindsey Graham say it? Well, you know, Trump's attorney is saying that. So if, if it's your attorney saying it, it's you saying it, because your attorney speaks on behalf of you. When they're in court, they're not making a case. You're making a case, and they're, they're your proxy that it, that's doing it professionally for you. You know, it's these dog whistles of violence are... Oh, protest, protest, protest. We need our country back. Blah, 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 blah. Whereas um, I just saw on MSNBC this morning, <clears throat> um, they were down in mar a lago and, and uh, Von... Forget his last. I want to say Hillier, but that's wrong. Uh, Vaughn, his first name. He works for MSNBC. He's down in Vaughn Hilliard. Is that his last name? Something like that. Um, he was interviewing this woman who looked to be in her forties, maybe fifties. Red hat, very tan. Um, and he said, "Well, how did you? Because she helped organize it, and there were maybe thirty people. I you think I saw some. I remember. And and he goes, "So you're down here to protest?" She goes, "No, we're not protesting. We're just uh, we're in support. Of this is more of a festival. Blah, like blah, it's a, blah, she says, it's like blah. a party environment. It's kind yeah, of a party. Yeah, and it's like, dudes. Um, and no, there were like a half a dozen people in New York yesterday. So, somebody, so they got the me there was a memo apparently circulated. Don't say protest. Don't say protest. Support. Support. We're here to support. We're here to support. And in New York, there were more. Media. Media than anybody in support of, of Donald. Because, hi, uh, what's his face? Sills just got... Not Beverly Sills, the famous actor. No, American not the opera, opera singer. singer. And she's since passed away. Yes. Uh, Judge Trevor McFadden sentences, sentences high-level capital riot defendant Jeffrey Sills of Virginia <clears throat> to 52 months in prison and, and $2,000 in restitution. 52 months is a lot. That's more than four years behind bars, and it's a federal sentence. And Mr. Sills didn't get the nine years that the prosecutors wanted because he, according to the judge... Showed contrition? Mm-hmm. Okay. He was really upset with what he did, <clears throat> and he was very uh, sorry for what he did to the cops because he beat some cops up. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's not... He goes, oh, I got caught, and they kept blaming Donald Trump in the defense, trying to get him less time. Kept saying, but he was ordered to go there. He was ordered to go there. He was ordered to go there. Mm -hmm. He was ordered to go there. And it's like, uh, I think that's showing a lot of these people that might want to do something that are relatively sane. You know, like your normal stupid mm -hmm. MAGA versus your crazy MAGAs. Um, no, don't do this. In fact, some um, Oath Keepers just got beat up outside of a drag reading in New York. I don't want to get into drag thing again. I don't think they figured that... Um, what, what, like when I was a kid or in the 70s, even in the 80s and 90s, like when did this drag reading to kids become a thing? I, it's been around for a while. No, it hasn't. I've just heard about cares? it literally in the last year. Well, yeah, because you didn't... I just feel like we're smashing it in their face. And the people whose faces we're smashing this in, like a big pile of poo, are really dangerous people. I just think it's like... Just because you have the right to do something doesn't mean that it's good judgment to do it. I mean, it's been I can... going on for over ten years. Okay, but not like fifty years. Well, um, no, but so but I think I can teach my, my. I think I can teach. Well, that's not drag time story hour for children. I think I can teach my child to be kind, to be empathetic, to be understanding, and to be compassionate to all people, regardless of whatever ever their personal situations are, whether it's ethnic or racial or sexual or gender identity. I think identity. you should go to a drag reading story time. I, it'd be it's boring fun. to me. I mean, but. I just, There's dancing. It's fun. I just feel like we need to be smarter. They didn't bring it up. It was just being done for the past decade and a half, I think, and nobody cared oh, now until it's a recently. And a half. Get your story straight. I'll Hamilton. find it. I'll find it for you. I remember looking it up. It's like it, it's ten, fifteen years at least. 
and maybe even longer. But I've only heard of it in the last year. It's because become, it's being pushed by the right wing. You mean That's like critical why. race theory, which is everywhere. Okay, you go on. People think. <laughs> I was on a thread the other day, and it's just I, I, I couldn't even. My head, my head was about to explode. It's all you people pushing critical race theory and this and Black Lives Matter and Antifa. It's like, wait, what? Well, like, wh- what are you talking about? I mean, you, you would think they're teaching critical race theory like it's like it's algebra in school. Like it's like no. It, it, aside from the whole woke thing, like it, you see people say woke, and it's like, do you think it's twenty twenty? It's like who says woke anymore? Oh, you saw the one the the gal Bethany Mandel who was asked on who air. Who is that? She is, uh, I guess, a Jew. <laughs> it was Bethany Mandel. But she was in an interview, and it went viral. Uh, and, she, and she'd written a whole bo- book about woke and about how damaging it was. Oh, yeah, it was she a, couldn't and define she, it. And she, and she goes, oh, God, this is going to go viral. I know it. Well, she couldn't define what she wrote an entire like, book I about. I get if you asked me to define woke, and I probably could in 30 seconds. It would take me a minute to gather my thoughts. She wrote a book about it, and she just, you know, she was made to look like a fool. Well, because she And she was fool. appropriately pilloried online. Uh, I mean, she took the bullet first. She posted, it's like, hey, here's me looking like an idiot, da, 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 which is a smart thing to do. Kind of like Trump saying, I'm about to get indicted. So when it happens, he takes the air out of it. But um, it's like even the people that are using it as a pejorative. It's just making me use it more for the goodness that it is. The goodness. And on that note, we'll be right back after this. Oh, we'll be back with our woke agenda. Right after yeah. this. Okay. And we're back. So we have to do mid-rolls now. It's a thing. I'm, I don't have time for that. You don't have time for that, <laughs> he says. Um, so, yeah. So, this Fox producer, bless her heart. It's like went through a wormhole that happened so fast. I know. It's very fast. Um, so, Donald is trying in Georgia to stop the special grand jury's report being read into... Because the some of the grand jurors dra- legally grand- spoke about the case afterwards. No, that's not what it is. No, he was. That was part of their case. The girl, the, the, the nutty-ish kind of girl that came out. Well, no, no, no. There is no case at this point because there is no oh, indictment. There's no indictment. So there is no case. There's nothing to stop. So for him to quash a report, which is basically reading depositions into, and sometimes call it, because basically what happens is in Georgia, <clears> the <throat> new grand jury was just seated. The new criminal grand jury was just seated. Okay, I guess it's every three months or whatever. Um, so she now, the reason that, she, that Fonnie Willis put a special grand jury in is because that is not limited by time. You can have as many witnesses as you want, and that's what the whole point of that was. So she could get as much information and as much evidence as possible on a special grand jury, which doesn't bring down indictments in Georgia. So she's taking that information to now the grand jury, the criminal grand jury that has been seated I think a week or so ago. And this is the one that she's going to present the recommendations that were made by the other grand jury. Right. And so she's a special grand jury. But she's not going to call all 70 witnesses. She's going to probably call a few witnesses and then read into the transcript or whatever. And they can probably read the report. I don't think that they're not going to be able, because that's just, it's and under then they're going to, and then they're going to decide what to do. Indict. Right. And so he's upset. He wants the report quashed. And I think people are saying squash. What, That's what is, not the word. It's quash. What is he? I, I'd like to squash it. <laughs> yeah. Squashing is more funny, fun than quashing. It's a more um, fun word. What is he? What is the basis for him claiming that it should be thrown out? Um, because it wasn't. Because they, they basically want it had nothing her to, to do with the people talking about it. No. You're sure? Yes. Okay. It has to do with what's in the report, not. And the people talking about it, by the way, with our, our four person and the five other people that spoke about it. One of the people said that he told his wife. He goes. If everybody in the country knew what we, we knew, just heard, there wouldn't be so much division. There wouldn't be so much division. That's a bad, bad thing. 
if, if that's really true and I'm sure it is. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's, I mean, you know, there's obviously going to be a lot there and I don't know how he's going to get around this. And I have a feeling that he's going to be dealing with three or four criminal cases at the same time because it's not like they're, you know, four at least. It's not like they're going to be consecutive. Like the other ones are waiting for this one to wrap up to see how it does. They're going to happen all When they're ready to go, they're ready to go. And they're probably, it's probably going to be a three or four month period and all of them are going to drop and he's going to be facing while running for president. Do we want him to win the nomination? Well, DeSantis ain't going to win it. We know that much. He is not ready for prime time. Um, do we want? He's Trump trying to, to walk a line right now. Yeah, no, he's finding out how difficult it is to both criticize. Well, and I mean, he eats pudding with his fingers, so and, he's and just again, gross. I do too. Uh, really, the, the porn star, Hushman. I mean, I, all I know is the last statement I heard from him. He managed to work the words. Por- hush money payments to porn stars like 50,000 no, t- times twice yeah. but clearly it was twice he wanted that in there yeah but you know and, th- and then he kind of gave some passing Weak. george soros passing comment to you know to throw a bone trump's way of how it might have been unfair or whatever but obviously nobody wants this guy to go down harder than desantis does right but um what's funny do you want to pay, do you want trump to win the nomination well i mean if uh, joe, that's a yes or no joe Holmes. biden will kill him Kamala could probably beat him at this point too. Um, no, unfortunately, we still need a white to beat Trump. We still need an old white guy, an well, old white moderate guy. She's a really good vice president. I'm ready for for Gretchen Whitmer. Hmm? She's I, you know what I'd love to see Gretchen Whitmer and Josh Shapiro. Okay, that pretty much also takes Michigan and Pennsylvania off the table. Speaking of things off the table, um, uh, if you live in Wisconsin, there is a very important election for your state supreme court. That if you guys vote for the progressive jurist... You can finally break the stranglehold that fascism has on your state because you are no longer a democratic state. And it will definitely help Joe Biden or whomever in 24 because it will change the maps and because that's how it's issues. atrocious what's going on with Wisconsin I've always thought like you know my whole life I always thought Wisconsin, Wisconsin was very blue and very kind of milk toasty and mm-hmm. everybody's kind of nice and they eat cheese and it's kind of white it's a pretty white Super state white. but uh except for Madison and that's where all the crime is happening Milwaukee and that's where all the fraud is happening and, and in Milwaukee and Madison I think Madison's where the university is Milwaukee is uh, well they both have universities where their metropolitan area is which is where most of the uh, African Americans all of them <laughs> That's like the get the the shtetl that they put all the black people in Wisconsin in. I've never been to Wisconsin. Have I you? have, yeah. What'd you go to Wisconsin for? Uh, when Lonnie's brother got into a really bad car accident, we flew up there. Where in Wisconsin? Uh, <clears throat> he was in Milwaukee. He was staying in Milwaukee. He lives in Eden, I believe it's Eden. Um, uh, so we were in Milwaukee. I do have a bucket list item that that includes Wisconsin. Believe it or not, I've been there twice. I drove there once. You're probably wondering what bucket list item could you possibly have in Wisconsin? Do you want to go? I don't know. I know, what, like in Minnesota, you could go to the Mall of well, America. Well, Minnesota? No, I don't want to go to Minnesota. You don't want to go to? I've been, I've been, I've been, been in Minnesota. Minnesota. I've been uh, there. I would like to see a snowy winter playoff game at Lambeau. Oh, at Field. Lambeau. Yep. I want to go to the. What am I going to say? Frozen tundra. I actually had an opportunity when uh, in '97 for the '97 Super Bowl. My my sister's husband at the time said, I have tickets for you. Do you want to go to the Niners uh, Packers playoff, playoff game. game or do you want to go to the Super Bowl? And I went, well, Super Bowl, regardless of who's in the game, <clears throat> I want to go to the Super Bowl. So, but had I said that, I would have been on the frozen tundra for that game because they played in Green Bay. Who won that game? 
Oh, no, it had to be the Packers. The Packers. It was and Packers went, and Patriots and then they for won the, the Super Bowl. For, then they won their first Super Bowl. Yeah, it was Packers and Patriots for mm. the Super Bowl. Um, the Packers lost the next year to Denver. I went to that Super Bowl. It was the most boring Super Bowl ever. I had fun in New Orleans for a Super Bowl. No, the one I, the, the Super Bowl I ended up going to was in Miami. It was, it was Denver and who was the best team in the AFC. And the Packers. And the, no, and um, Atlanta. And Atlanta upset Minnesota. Minnesota was like 15-1. and one. And they were a juggernaut, and it would—it was Randy Moss and and Dante Culpepper. It would have been a fantastically epic. It was clearly far and away the two best teams from both divisions playing in the Super Bowl, like last year, mm-hmm. like this most recent Super Bowl. It was it the was two best Super teams, Bowl, yeah. great Super Bowl. Um, and their kicker, who literally was like thirty-one for thirty-one for the year, had not missed a kick all year, missed like a forty-one-yard field goal that would have won the game and sent Minnesota to the Super Bowl. Then they lost in overtime, and I got you know the very mediocre Atlanta Falcons who got smashed by. Green Bay and were never in the game. Boo. <laughs> in fact, a friend of mine is from Minnesota and had the tickets and said, oh, well, F it. <laughs> because they were rich and they have tons of they have tickets every year. Here, here's tickets to Super Bowl. We got Bowl great go. seats to the Super Bowl because um, uh, Trey had, um, we were like at the 25 yard line. Only, that's great. Only about 30 rows up. I mean, they were really, no, no, really that's, that, good that's seats. Like, that's like, those are $5,000. No, those are $10,000 seats now. They're really good seats. I was like, I can't believe we're, we're not in the nosebleeds, you know? And it, well, his parents were bail bondsmen, so they had some money. They had some cash laying around. And probably knew some people. Sure. Um, because that's, you know, hi. Um, and on that note, we're going to go to Patreon. And kids, remember Patreon, folks, that uh, next, not next month, but the month after next, in May, we're going to start videotaping this show i'm sorry folks sorry you have to see all this yeah see well, other, watch how they the saw sauce, it last week i did put it up made. i did put it up last week okay just for people to get an idea of what we're doing because um sean just doesn't have the time to write sketches anymore and we have two old ones that i'm putting up next month and then that's it that's it that's i could it. read passages from my new novel i would love that <laughs> story time with david sure i like it i like it Thank you for listening to From the Bunker. If you need help, there is no shame in it. Feel free to get it, and we will talk to you guys next week. And thank you, Ted Lasso, for talking to the president about mental health. That was nice. I have not... Are we on new time or old time right now? We are... We're going to Patreon.